0: meredith fiera is a paid endorser kf agency operates myhealthpolicy.com not connected with or endorsed by the u.s government or the federal medicare program a licensed insurance agent may call frontier presents confessions of a laptop hey your laptop here your slow unreliable internet is making things a drag my friend it's time to get frontier Frontier fiber optic internet with upload speeds up to 25 times faster than cable. And because it's fiber optics, it's more resistant to bad weather. Frontier 500 Meg starts at just $39.99 a month plus tax. See the light. Switch to fiber with Frontier Fiber Optic Internet. Go to Frontier.com slash YFiber for complete offer details. Service is subject to availability in all applicable terms and conditions.
1: Hallelujah. Praise be unto the Lord God Almighty. I am Kathy Brox, amen, and this is the OUT radio show. Praise be unto your name. Hallelujah, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, Lord, for thou art worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Amen. All right, so we're going to open up with a prayer unto the Lord. I was just saying thank you to him because it's good. Amen. God is so good. All right, so. Here's our opening prayer. Thank you, Lord God. Well, first one say, Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Just simply thank you. Lord God, I repentance and come to you through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. I come, oh Lord God, with a with a desiring heart. For you, Lord God, give me the gift of salvation and humility. Without your salvation, I could not be very humble. For I do nothing of my own choice, I should say, of my own ability, but of your ability. I thank you, Lord God, that I am fully surrendered unto you. I thank you, Father, God, for you search my heart daily and throughout the day. As my heart beat, you search it, O Lord. To make sure that it is pure in you. And I thank you, Father. For searching my heart. That I may love you, Lord God, as Jesus loves the church. And that I may love myself as Jesus loves the church. And that I may love my neighbors as I love myself. Because that's how Jesus loves the church. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you gift us with the ability to love as you love because you love Jesus. And because you love Jesus, he loves the church. And because he loves the church, we love you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, our brothers and sisters in Christ, and those that don't even know you. Your love is abundant, and you give it to us to share. With anyone that has an ear to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying and anyone that has your breath in them, and that would be everyone. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord God, for not just trusting us with your word. But strengthening us us to carry your word. Oh, mighty God. Jehovah Adonai, Lord, you are worthy, you are also worthy, I thank you, Lord God, we stand in your presence by the blood of your son Jesus, and I thank you for your coat of armor, I thank you for your blood, I thank you, Lord God, for we stand with you and not against you, Lord God. For your coat of armor, Lord God, shields us as we make our way to and fro throughout this world. I thank you, Lord God, for the soon rest that we'll get in heaven with you in a little while. But until then, I thank you, Lord God, for speaking through each and every one of us to preach your gospel. To win souls for the kingdom of God so that no soul is lost. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that everyone will make the right choice, Lord God, and choose you and and receive their forgiveness. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And I thank you, Lord, for speaking through me today. Amen. Amen. So... The title of today's show is um, "Get Wisdom." God is plenteous, number five. Okay. Glory to God! And so I got these scriptures for you, and um, of course, this is about getting wisdom and getting understanding, and about loving who you are, um, and being a blessing, loving one another. So. Um, in order to love somebody else, you got to love yourself, right? Because if you only have a mustard seed worth of love for you, you can only give a mustard seed worth of love to someone else. So you got to build up that love, build up that wisdom. And wisdom helps us to learn how to love, right? All right. Um, Luke chapter 2 verse 40 says, And the child grew and wanted, I'm sorry, And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Luke 2 and 4. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. That is a child of faith, ain't it? Glory to God. Praise the Lord. That's making those right decisions making those right decisions no matter what's going on in your life you know how it is when you were younger you on the playground you know things pop off somebody say something about your mama somebody say something about somebody else mama you going back and forth one of them getting redder and hotter because everybody around is laughing at the other one's jokes and before you know it you don't charge head on into them with your belly you, you take them down whoa You like body slam them to the ground. You beating on them. Don't be talking about my mama. Mama is very much alive and healthy and whole. It's just that you don't like nobody laughing at your mama. (laughs) Here's another way that would play out. Let's rewind. Y'all on the playground, all of a sudden somebody pop off and say something about your mama. Now you got like two seconds because this is our, it already hit the people's ears, right? It hit the kids ears already, right? And it's starting, those words are going, starting now. Those words are getting at their emotions. It's, it's, it's deciding whether or not they should succumb to the sin of laughing and mocking someone or whether or not they should be like, that's out of pocket. I'm out of here. And so you got about two seconds before their minds make this decision. I'm going to laugh or I'm going to walk away. I'm going to laugh or I'm going to walk away. And they're going to make, half of them are going to make their decision based on how you react. So they're looking at your emotions. If you cower, they're going to laugh. But if you stand up and be like, man, you don't even know my mama. Uh, What about yours? Or even... Look, dude, that don't bother me. You don't know my mom. You you don't know my mom. I'm good. Let's what we gonna play we gonna play ball or what? And so you you gotta make your decision. What you gonna do? Like, well, kids are not that mature. If you keep telling kids that they are not that mature enough to make a right decision, then that's how they're gonna be. Not true enough. Comparing a six year old mind to like. An eight-year-old mind, that's a huge difference. However, oftentimes, kids will do the right thing, whereas an adult will do the wrong thing. Because an adult figure, well, I'm grown. I can do whatever I want to do. So what? This is bad, but it's only a little bad compared to the whole world. That's how adults think. Well, when we compare this to the entire world and all the other things that happens in the world, this little thing is just a small thing. Like for example, some kid sees some eighteen year old, we'll say some adult sees five dollars laying on the table. It ain't near nobody's wallet. It's just sitting on the table. Well, it's sitting there. It ain't next to nobody's wallet. Ain't no note that it's in their house and ain't nobody left it that. They figure. Well, must be mine. Free money. I'm gonna go take it. <laughs> How many teen- teenagers have done that? Well, this is my house. Whatever's in here is mine. Ain't no note on it, so I'm gonna take it. It might be mama's or it might be daddy's, but I mean, they money is my money anyway. So they they figure like, shoot, it's in the house, right? Now, they know better right now. They know automatically to go to you and say, hey, mom, hey, dad, did you leave some money on the table? Or just leave it there. If you grew up enough with knowing if it ain't yours, don't touch it. Then you know, just leave it right there. Who is Whoever it belongs to, they'll come. But see, the, the adult, uh, adult mind would be like, they contemplated for a couple seconds. Man, I, mean, I should take it. Ain't nobody gonna know. You and God will know, but the little kid will be like, "Oh, somebody left some money on the table. Can I have it?" <laughs> and you go running to everybody. Did you leave some money on the table? Did you leave some money on the table? You leave some money because you was already trained. Ask before you take something. You can have whatever you want as long as you ask for it. And you had not been corrupted as of yet. Well, finders keepers, losers weepers. Yeah. <laughs> You ain't been trained up to that yet, trained to see it. Your mind is still, mama and daddy said, well, if you see something, see money laying around in the house, ask whose it is. It might be somebody's bus fare, or they probably didn't mean to leave it out. Ask before you take it. And so we sometimes when we grow older, we forget those those particular home training skills because we want to feel cool. We want to be in the in crowd. No matter how old you get, people still want to be a part of the in crowd. It's like you have a group of people that are setting out to do something for a group of needy people. But they only choose specific people to help them because they figure that you're not up to their caliber. And so they trying to impress people that are on a high level higher than they are or people that admire them and so when you get people that are doing that they're they're really playing a shell game and it goes like this yo look at my shells I got three I toss my ball around I want you looking at me I'm gonna tell you where to go and where to look tell me which one is it and they got you looking all at them, right? All at them, all at them. Then they reveal the they reveal where it, where the ball is, right? And they like, look, there it is. But because you didn't you didn't figure it out on your own, you were pretty close. Yo, I want you to do everything I want you to do. And they're not doing it, you know, to like saying you're a sucker, but they're saying, look, come on now. You know I got this on lock. I'm trying to help out these people. And since, you know, you're not up to this level, but you want to get to this level. How about we bring somebody up from that's beneath you up to your level and all, you know what I'm saying? So it's really a game of let's bring people up to your level and then let's bring you up to my level. Let's keep pulling people up so that they can keep looking at the next person. You're like, Kathy, that is such a weird analogy. True, but it exists classisms that's all it is it's classism and basically people their ideas are right meaning that they're trying to help other people their ideas are completely right but you got to understand is the reason why people want to keep classes meaning keeping they want to keep cliques or groups of people is because of fear and they fear that they will not be as established as they are now they don't like for example if you grew up poor You, like Mr. Gardner, he grew up poor, sleeping with his son. And to this day, he still carries bags, even though he says his bags are nicer. He says they do it in case he ever gets in that situation again where he's homeless. He always wants to have a bag to put his stuff in. Now, this man is a multi-billionaire or something, but he still worries about becoming poor. Because he says it could happen to anyone at any time. And one of the things that people fear the greatest is not having a roof over their own heads. And so they purposely exclude people that are not that have not worked hard to get to the level where they're at because they don't want to see where they were before. They don't want to smell where they were before. And they don't want the image of less than them around them Because they fear of being where you're at. And some people fear achieving great success. But it's often the other way around. People fear having no success. And so we really got to be careful when we exclude people because of our own fears. Like, for example, this lady was at home. And she's not different than any other person. She was at home and she started coughing and then she forgot that it's flu season and she thought her first thought was she has coronavirus. That was her first thought that she has coronavirus and I thought to myself why didn't she think maybe she just had a cold because sometimes it acts like a cold. I mean she just started getting the symptoms and she rushes to the hospital. And the doctor, and she tells the doctor, the symptoms. he says, oh, well, you got coronavirus. And she says, so you didn't give me the test. You didn't give me the test. He says, well, based off the symptoms, you have coronavirus. And she's exasperated. She's upset because he didn't give her a test. He didn't stick a needle in her arm or, you know, do the swab in her saliva. He could have and could have just held on to the test and sent it off because it takes a week or so. But oftentimes doctors will diagnose you based on actual symptoms that they see or symptoms that you give them. And oftentimes they won't do an actual test. They'll wait and see and see if your body will heal itself. Which, which is what they're telling a lot of people because the body's made to heal itself. And so she's upset. And she's getting all on social media and YouTube and telling people, They did it because I'm black. You see? Make this go viral. I'm black. I'm black. That's why they did it. And I'm like, really? Really? (laughs) Now, the problem with that is a lot of black folks are worried because oftentimes black people will use this guinea pigs to test any drug. Or any other thing that they wanted to test. They did it to Spanish people too. They went down to Mexico and started—I think it was Mexico—and started injecting those people with HIVs. They gave them like a $1, dollar, a hundred dollars. I forget how much they gave them. They told them it was a vitamin, but it—it it, it turned out to be some HIV or some kind of bacteria they—they they put in them. They were poor people, and so oftentimes poor people will become the. The test subjects. However, with coronavirus, they're asking for volunteers. I would say this. Pray. Because you got to wait in line anyway. And it's going to be up to about two years before they have a, a vaccine available anyhow. And the medications that they have right now causes retinal detachment. That means you could lose your sight. If you don't lose all of it, it it will get diminished. And they said that they can fix it, but then that's another surgery. And they're not doing elective surgeries. That would be an elective surgery. You, (laughs) I say that to say is you got to use wisdom. Don't say because things are happening that they're doing it because you're black. Forget all that. All that is a form of division by the enemy. Any form of division that excludes other people to access to things or uh, promotes poverty or some sort of discourse. That is all attack of the enemy. His goal is to divide the people. Once the people are divided, who's going to tell them about the love of Christ? Then you got to once you once that happens then you have to rely on somebody in that classism or in that telling folks about when that makes it, here's the problem everybody's so stuck on being divided you can't do this dance because that's a black people dance you can't say that because those are black terminologies. You can't say that because then you sound like a white person. You can't say that because then you sound like a Spanish person. You can't wear your hair that way. You can't dance this way. You can't work. You, really? Oh, you can't be smart because you're not Asian. Really? And so we have so many different ways to classify people and to put people in boxes that we don't learn enough from one another that we don't grow and we don't get an opportunity to respect each other and to be decent human beings towards one another because we're so busy being divided. So busy being divided. And oftentimes we're trying to help people because, you know, we got more money than them or we got more education than them or so we think and they don't know enough to be safe. Or they know too much, or they're too rich. It's always something that's always coming from opposite ends, and sometimes we 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 find ourselves screaming, "Why can't we just meet in the middle?" Because we're both we're both at opposite ends. That's why we can't meet in the middle. There's somebody in the middle. Basically, what I'm saying is, stop excluding people. If you are blessed, then don't you think somebody else wants to get blessed? Yes. You're like, well, we gotta have classisms because that determines, you know, where people live and how much money people can make. If you only saw heaven, if you only saw the beauty of heaven. Now, if you just wanna live where trash is piled up around you, that's entirely your business. But most people don't. Most people want to breathe fresh air. Most people want to eat vegetables and fruits and meat that is good and not spoiled. Most people want to wear nice clothes and dress decent. Nobody, not everybody, wants to wear a ten thousand or a million dollar rings walking around the street. But wouldn't it be cool if everybody had the ability to do so? They may not want to, but if you all have the ability to do so, which do it? The good thing is you would have the free will choice to do that. You're like, well, what does that have to do with wisdom? What it has to do with wisdom is being kind to one another. Did you know that your body is your house? Zechariah 9 and 8 says, I will camp around my house because of the army, because of him who passes by and him who returns. No more shall the oppressor pass through them. For now I have seen with my eyes. God always uses metaphors and similes in comparison to us, in comparison to you as an individual. And he always talks about the house. And the house he's talking about is you. You're the house. You're the house. The word of of God is the army that is on the inside of you. It becomes your shield and your buckler. That means it's your defense and your offense. It's your defense and your offense. God loves you and he wants you blessed. But he's, he's telling you, I'll, I'll seek out vengeance for you. All you got to do is love. That's all you got to do. And not have any fear because fear will keep you from loving. Fear will make you think that you're hearing 20 different voices all at the same time. Telling you all kinds of crazy mess. And guess who those voices are? Familiar spirits. They're demonic familiar spirits and their goal and their job is to one make you fear two after they make you fear it's to make you sick three now sickness is either is either mental or physical and three is to separate you and to keep you by yourself alone because iron sharpens iron but if you are alone who is sharpening you who is sharpening you if you are all by yourself? No one. And when no, when a knife is not sharpened, it becomes dull over time. We human beings, we're made to communicate with one another. We're made to coexist with one another. And yet, we're separated. Don't touch your husband. Don't touch your wife because you can make her sick. Don't breathe on anybody. Don't stand on your porch. Don't go to classes. Don't go to church. Really? Don't go to the store. You'll get arrested. When they talk about this coronavirus... They talk about how the lungs collapse from lack of air. They talk about how when you lay on your back, it makes it difficult for the lungs to breathe and how you should lay on your stomach. Because it allows the lungs to breathe a little bit easier because there's not weight on it. And they tell you to do these breathing exercises that basically inflate the lungs. And basically it's strengthening the muscles. It's getting along stronger so they'll operate properly. But one of the things that makes them to not function is fear. Fear, terror. Just terror. Terror will make you sick. T-E-R-R-O-R. Fear, terror, will make you sick. Even if you're not sick, it'll make you think you're sick. And as a man, think of so is he the Lord's prayer says in this manner, therefore pray our father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom. Hallowed means to rever- reverence to praise and uplift your kingdom. Come, your will be done. Your kingdom come means to pursue and to overtake. your will the word will means to agree your will be done on earth as it is in heaven in heaven there is no sickness the lord's prayer that that line in it's verse 10 the lord's prayer says make it like heaven in this earth where there is no sickness nor division there is no hate There is no terror. Make it like heaven. And so I will behoove you to say, Heavenly Father, make it like heaven in this earth where there is no sickness and no fear, where there is no terror. Because simply to pray that prayer, is saying, Lord God, I believe that your will be done. Now faith is the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11 and 1. Right now we are standing and we are waiting. I should say people are standing and they are waiting for a cure for this coronavirus. And then they're going to wait and stand for the next thing that comes along. When they can speak right now. Speak right now. You have absolutely nothing to lose by having faith in God. You have everything to gain. I'm not telling you not to do what these politicians are telling you or what your mayor is telling you or what your governor is telling you. They want you to stay indoors? Okay. Since you're staying indoors anyway. You have nothing to lose by having faith in God. And praying, Lord, let it be in this earth as it is in heaven. There is no sickness in heaven. And there should be no sickness here in the earth. The atmosphere of heaven is clean and pure. And you can breathe it in. And you can breathe it out. Without getting sick. There is no lung collapsing in heaven. Nobody lungs collapse in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven on earth as it is in heaven and some of y'all thinking oh well all those people in heaven are dead those people are alive true enough their bodies are in a grave here somewhere in the earth however the atmosphere of heaven is possible in the earth it's faith it is faith remember Jesus redeemed this entire earth the whole thing when he paid the price on the cross and when he did that he said basically greater things than I shall you do because I go home to the father he's saying make it like heaven on earth just like it said in the Lord's prayer book of Matthew chapter 6 I just read it make it like heaven on earth in the earth Do what I did. Heal the sick. Deliver the oppressed, the demon-possessed. Have faith. Multiply food. Jesus multiplied food. Now, how many I know, anytime you eat, you gonna poop? And if he provided food for fifteen, twenty thousand 20,000 people, How many of y'all know there had to be some kind of ditch or somewhere for somebody to go poop? Some tent somewhere? And some tissues? Or whatever they used for tissues back then? So he not only supplied food, fish and bread, and something to drink, water, he also provided a place to poop and pee. And something to clean yourself with. God provided for them. If God provide for them back then. Just and He provide like He provided everything for every bird of the air. And they don't worry about what they're gonna eat. He provided for all those people. How many of y'all know that He's ready and able to provide for us right now? Ready, willing, and able. All you gotta do is believe. Right now, everybody's we blaming this politician for that and this politician for that. And true enough, the president is not doing everything that we would like him to do. But arguing with him ain't going to get us nowhere. And he's being vindictive. So basically what he's doing is he's on the playground again. And he said, you are mean to me. So now I'm going to be mean to you when maybe we could have said okay well what is your vision for this not you know what what is it you and your team are doing for this because right now he's firing everyone and it soon it's going to be like a kingdom like it is in england however england developed a democracy but right now it's at the point where it's only going to be one person ruling everything one world order Donald Trump or whoever the president of the United States is. And the problem with that is it doesn't work well. Because then you got one person making all the decisions always. Never mind about the people that are skilled to do this to make his life easier. You're like, well, Kathy, are you talking down about the president of the United States? Is my free or a white right to do so? But no, I'm not. I'm saying be smart and use the people that you have available to you. And if you want them to not fear, tell them have no fear. That's what you do when you want people to not have fear. You have to tell them specifically have no fear. But then you got to say this is the because you can't tell people to have no fear and then create chaos. You have to. Show them what a pl- what the plan you have. You need order. In order for people not to fear, you have to give them order. Give them something to do. When people don't have something to do, chaos breaks out. So what he should have done is created a plan, a real plan, an actionable plan. Not fire the scientists. Get them back and stop being mean to them because they don't agree with him. The way you win people is you explain to them what your ideas are, and know this: not your ideas are not always right, but however, they can be used. They may have to be toned. They have, may not tone. You know, like further developed. You know what I'm saying. It's kind of like when Ford tried to make his first engine, it wasn't the greatest, but he had to find somebody else that was better at this area, better at that area. The first Ford uh, car was a steam engine that they used in in trains and boats. He had to get better at it. Now, the Ford engine in present day is a really good engine. It's one of the best out there. Now that's my opinion because it's not aluminum, and I've worked on Ford cars. And compared to other cars, I would take a Ford engine. I, I don't have a problem with a Ford engine. And so what I say that to say is that we got to pray for our president that he won't exclude people, but that he'll include people in the conversation. And in the thought process, and that if he's, if he's, he says he's he's a Christian, then you can't exclude Christians in the conversation. When our founding fathers wrote the Constitution, they included the Christians and the non-Christians. Everybody w- took a part in this solution in building the United States of America. So while all of all of us are here in this world. We actually need to come together as one to solve the problem. And I'll tell you this, the first problem is there is no faith. A lack of faith is the first problem because you have a spirit of fear and a spirit of fear is terror. And while he's telling people sometimes, oh, it'll be okay," And he's trying to say, have no fear, but he's still terrorizing people. By telling them, if you disagree with me, I'm going to fire you. If you disagree with me, I'm going to take your livelihood. If you disagree with me, I'm going to put you in jail. And that's how people are seeing it. And you don't want people to be terrorized like that. Because the next thing that happens is a revolt. And we don't want that kind of chaos in the United States of America. We are a sovereign country built on the word of God. We need to pray for our president and pray that he'll put a cap, rebuild the presidential cabinet, for fill in the spaces that he left empty for our military and for the, whole, the all the full executive offices, our counselors, put them in place and demand that our counselors be just and upright. Not giving favors to their friends, but working on behalf of the people, 100%. Right now, while America and the world is focusing on this coronavirus, check the coffers of the country. Are they being wiped out? Because I'll I'll, I'll tell you this, it looks as though those are being wiped out. And then you're going to have the same problem. And the same complaints that you had before. The rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. There's a vast gap between the rich and the poor. And then you'll wonder, why do I have to keep giving money to the poor? How How come they can't pull themselves up by their bootstraps? Fear. Terror. Help rich people. Help yourselves by being a blessing to others. That's how you help yourself. You can't have everything and be like the rich man and Lazarus. Lazarus went to heaven and rich man went to hell. My goal and my job is to make sure the rich man and Lazarus and all in between come to heaven. That you get to go to heaven and get to be in rest. Because I'll tell you this. You cannot take your money with you. You will not garner any favors with Satan. He will laugh at you in your face because you didn't believe what I'm telling you. Jesus is Lord. He came to save the whole world and salvation is free. And it's yours for the heaven. It's yours for the heaven. No matter how much money you make in this world, it will not save your soul. Not even a little. So it's better to love and to be a blessing. And to allow other people to earn money and to get health care and to be healthy. But if you want them to not depend on the health system so much, allow them to have faith. Stop taking faith away from people. Stop telling people they can't pray in public. They can't pray in the schools. They can't pray on their jobs. They can't have the Ten Commandments in the courts. We need faith. We need God. Happy is the man that recognizes his need for the Lord. We need God. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you want to, now is the best time to do it right now, while you're listening to me on the radio. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that his believes believe in him did not perish but have everlasting life. That's you. So repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back from where I once was. From this day forward, Jesus, I'm sorry. From this day forward, Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. Amen. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, and that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly 100% make me a light in a dark place and from this day forward I will leave this place and share you with everyone I meet and everyone I know Jesus I will get this world for you I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus, by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. 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 Congratulations. You just got saved. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus loves you, beloved. Start reading your Bible. Amen. You can Start off uh, with the book of Genesis. um, And um, read the first two chapters of Genesis. And then go to Revelations and read the last two chapters. And then uh, read the book. of, And so that gives you basically an idea of the whole Bible. And then I want you to start off with uh, the book of Matthew, then Mark, then Acts, then Luke, then John. And then start back over, all over and read from Genesis to Revelation. And that just gives you a good foundation of the entire Bible and what your walk is and what God intended for you to be, for your life to be. Uh, also know this, um, in your prayer time. And you'll find a prayer uh, template in the book of Matthew chapter six in your prayer time. Ask God what his what 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 are his hopes for you? Tell him that you want to do everything that is written that he wrote in your book for you to do. In this season in your life, you want to you want to do everything that you're supposed to do everything because he has blessings for you. If it was not for seeing God would not have had a serious thought. God has blessings for you and. Let him know that you wanna uh, you wanna succeed in everything that he has in that in in your book that he wrote down for you, amen. You listening to Kathy Brocks on the LUTJ Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting? Hasta mañana, amen. See you later. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. I forget. Thank you, Lord, for a successful show. Of many souls saved by the Word of God. Now I you to the blood Son Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: más para las fiestas en los Power Penny Days de JCPenney. Con selección de toallas JCPenney Home a 7 dólares. Y selección de suéteres de St. John's Bay para ella o franela para él a 15 dólares. Y ahorra 25% extra con tu cupón. O encuentra selección de joyería con diamante de un décimo de quilate a 19 dólares. ¿No tienes tiempo? Compra en línea y lo entregamos a tu auto. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas del 22 al 25 de octubre. Aplican condiciones y exclusiones. Oferta de joyería se excluye del cupón. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com. Frontier presents Confessions of a Laptop. Hey, your laptop here. Your slow, unreliable internet is making things a drag, my friend. It's time to get Frontier, Frontier fiber, fiber Optic, Optic, Optic internet. internet. With upload speeds up to 25 times faster than cable. And because it's fiber optics, it's more resistant to bad weather. Frontier 500 Meg starts at just $39.99 a month plus tax. See the light. Switch to fiber with Frontier Fiber Optic Internet. Go to Frontier.com slash YFiber for complete offer details. Service is subject to availability in all applicable terms and conditions. Frontier presents Confessions of a Laptop. Hey, your laptop here. Your slow, unreliable internet is making things a drag, my friend. It's time to get Frontier Frontier Fiber Fiber Optic Optic Internet. Internet. With upload speeds up to 25 times faster than cable. And because it's fiber optics, it's more resistant to bad weather. Frontier 500 Meg starts at just $39.99 a month plus tax. See the light. Switch to fiber with Frontier Fiber Optic Internet. Go to Frontier.com slash YFiber for complete offer details. Service is subject to availability in all applicable terms and conditions. Este desayuno es más que un desayuno. Puede ser el primero que te comes otra vez en McDonald's. Este almuerzo puede ser una tradición familiar que por fin puede continuar. Y esta cena puede ser la primera en mucho tiempo que compartes con el resto de tu familia. Lo que sea que signifique esta orden para ti, McDonald's estará aquí para tomarla. Cuando los días son inciertos, puedes contar con que McDonald's sigue siendo McDonald's. Y con que una hot and spicy McChicken y papitas chicas están a solamente $2.50. Precio y participación pueden variar. Las áreas de comedor están comenzando a reabrirse en ciertas comunidades. Frontier presents Confessions of a Laptop. Hey, your laptop here. Your slow, unreliable internet is making things a drag, my friend. It's time to get Frontier Frontier Fiber Optic -Optic Internet Internet. with upload speeds up to 25 times faster than cable. And because it's fiber optics, it's more resistant to bad weather. Frontier 500 Meg starts at just $39.99 a month plus tax. See the light. Switch to fiber with Frontier Fiber Optic Internet. Go to Frontier.com slash YFiber for complete offer details. Service is subject to availability in all applicable terms and conditions.